welcome to Seriously Change Again, the podcast that's dedicated to change and transformation in all of its forms. Today, my guest is an athlete, in fact, the second athlete in a series of athletes where I'll be interviewing them and how they went from being at the peak of their profession to unfortunately not making it. In Unica's case, it was due to injury. I find it fascinating to see how he rebounded from that injury and where that led him in his professional life. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please take a listen. Nika, thank you for coming to and and agreeing to be on our podcast today. I really appreciate it. No, thank you. It's a it's a pleasure. It's, I think it's an opportunity, so I thank you for it. That's great. Well, yeah, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your story. But before we begin, okay. We always start with making people tell us a little bit about a piece of art or drama or music or something that's had a major influence on your life. And, and I'd love to hear about that. I think it, it, different things impacted me at different stages of my life, you know? Yeah. Um, but one of, like, a play, because you asked about a piece of art, it was like a story based upon true story, is probably Man for All Seasons. Oh, wow. Tell yeah. me a little bit about that. Um, I was early teenage years yeah yeah it was a book we had to read in school then we saw the play and um it was a story about resilience at oh. the end of the day right very cool um the world is always changing there's always turbulence my dad always used to say everybody has their own story of trials and tribulations right? yeah and you're just trying to navigate through it and i was raised to believe that i don't know it's about the essence of men you are who you are you know, and so a little bit of integrity, hard work uh, gets you through. And that, I feel kind of like that's what this story is a bit about. So at that time in my life, it, it kind of resonated. That's fantastic. You know? And I mean, that's really the point of this entire series is talking yeah. to people who have had their own trials and tribulations right. and kind of how they dealt with it. So yeah. that's great. Which is actually a perfect lead into the, to, to, to <laughs> now your story, right? Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you tell me a little bit about your story? Um. Tell me about my story. I, I mean... Take me we, back to your playing days. My playing days. So yeah. I always find it interesting that it's defined as a career, my soccer career, because I was just a boy, right, in my <laughs> mind. And I was playing football, and I had a, I had a dream, yeah. a dream of making it a, a paid career, you know? And, um, and, it, and it was fun. I enjoyed it, and I learned so much playing the game. And it was definitely my identity. Everybody knew me as the soccer player. That's who I was. Interesting. Um, and my my goals, ambition at, at that time was to be able to carry on and get an education yeah. through football. And then after I get education through football, be have a paid career in football. Very cool. Know? And, and and that didn't happen. So no, help me to no. understand what, what, what kind of put a, so, uh, put a stop to that. Yeah, well, put a stop to that was the game in of itself and just injury. So... It was Ontario Cup match. We'll never forget. I was supposed to be going to a showcase tournament in Florida uh, probably three weeks after this particular match. Uh, 1v1 opportunity, me and the keeper. Um, keeper came through me and broke my leg, fibia and tibia, clean. Oh, um, I was, it was done for the rest of the season. So those opportunities, letters of intent that I had kind of went out the window there. Um, if, he, if he didn't get straight to college and play football then you're done there wasn't really any other avenue so i kind of took it upon myself to try and find local clubs places where i can go and try and 
self rehab and get myself back in. Yeah. Um, it was a tough journey because it's like mentally, it's not the same after you have a severe injury like that. So, uh, so take me back to that when you when you you you've broken your leg. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going through your mind? What's what's happening there? Well, at the moment, not much. I mean, like obviously pain. Um, and I was a smaller guy. I'm not very tall. I'm average height. So I used to taking knocks every knocks every game. Um, so I figured it was a no- another knock, and eventually it'll just should take me about a year or two, and I'll be back at it, and I'll be going to the states and university. Yeah, yeah. D one, D two school playing football, and like that's what my thought was. It was just a moment in time. And you didn't think that this was the end, and you were struggling or anything like that. I at that moment in time, I didn't perceive that would be the case. So did that happen? Yeah, absolutely. It was like. Because I, I also played other sports as well. So yeah, I played yeah. basketball yeah, in yeah. high school. Um, that happened early in the summer. By fall, I was out playing basketball again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was still doing okay in basketball. Um, so I just continued on regular path to recovery. Yeah. Um, it was probably the following summer when I was getting outside again to play ball, soccer, um, that I realized like I'm not the same player. Right. And then that's when things start. So take me back to then. When, when you realized you weren't the same player, what was going through your mind? Um, I, I didn't really know, yeah. to be honest. Um, just things are not the same. Yeah, yeah. Things are not the same. And what is it that you have to do? So it, typically, in the way I grew up, you just work harder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you work harder and things will fall into place. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, when I had more time on my hands and I wasn't the same at football and the things that were a part of my identity are seemed to not be a part of my identity anymore. Yeah. Now what? Right. And, that, and that's basically it. But it wasn't very clear. Right. What, what is. And that's and, and that's really the interesting thing for us. Mm-hmm. You know, how did you make the change? So now you realize your identity that you've had mm-hmm. for all these years of, of even how people perceived you. Right. People perceived you as that soccer player. But suddenly now, it's it, you're not a soccer player right. anymore. <laughs> right. How do you deal with that? Um, a soccer player is not the only person who I was. Right. And I think it took time to kind of realize and understand that. There's other elements to, or probably parts of my personality lent itself to other to other elements of my life or activities. I was, all, I was also very, um, very enterprising. Right. So starting at the age of 16, I used to rent out like community centers and little halls and stuff and throw parties. Um, then I, then this is the early nineties. Um, there was, it was like pre interweb. <laughs> so, um, when we talk about urban fashions and stuff, yeah. um, it wasn't easily accessible, but so I used to actually kind of retail urban right. fashions and stuff too, to yeah, yeah. make income on the side. Yeah, that yeah. was my own part-time job because I did, right. Um, and with more time, I just started spending more time doing those things. Yeah, yeah. And I think the different, my personality type um, lent myself to work hard at those things because that's what I had in front of me to do. Yeah, yeah. You know? Is that, is that kind of the core learning that comes out of this? When, you, when you're faced with, when change is thrust upon you. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the core learning? Is it just work harder, or, or what, you know, what are your, what's your takeaway? Um, I think my takeaway is that the first thing is like acceptance of change. Yeah, which is the fact that it is inevitable. 
It's the environment that we live in. Um, the grass grows every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's just inevitable yeah, yeah. of, of re- part of reality. Um, and then the next um, step is to what can I do with change? Is it um, how do I respond to change? Right. So I, at that time, my response to change was, well, I stay true to myself and um, I take advantage of the opportunities that are in front of me and I work them because um, from one opportunity always comes another opportunity. Opportunities are built upon opportunity. The other thing that I grew to accept, and I don't know if I grew to accept it or if it was always part of um, my my identity because the way I was raised, I'm Rastafari. Um, that's my cultural identity. And it was about being a force of change right? and, and understanding or believing in the power of one individual to be able to make change. So it was about accepting that change is inevitable. Yeah. How am I, how do I choose to respond to it? Yeah. And having the belief that I could actually create change of, on my own. You know, those three points are very powerful. Yeah. And I think it, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to interview you because um, we've interviewed people from all sorts of religious backgrounds right. and things of that nature. But one of the things that always impressed me when we've spoken is mm-hmm. that belief that you can make change. Absolutely. And you as an individual can make significant change. And I absolutely. think that's that's absolutely huge. Absolutely. The other thing I think is really interesting, you talk about opportunities. Yes. Like, <laughs> this concept that opportunities do pass by every day. Every day. And, and you know, I've always been amazed by you. You know, you break your leg, you're, you're, you, you tear your Achilles heel, your yeah. career is now done. Like, yeah. it's officially over. It's, it's done. <laughs> but it's, it's that that positivity that you knew that another opportunity would come along. And I think that's a really powerful thought. Um, thank you. And I th- think, um, once again, it's like back to how I was raised and I think it's a bit of my cultural paradigm. Like, my father always used to say, make hay when the sun shines. Yeah. The sun shines every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? But um, it shines for periods yeah. of the day. Yeah. So in those periods, you got to capitalize on the opportunity. Otherwise, you got no hay. Yeah. I think the world keeps turning. Um, it's, it's lots of it is about making choices and decisions. There's other people making choices and decisions, and um, even though we're individuals, we all work as a collective. So anything, any opportunity that I have came from somebody else's decisions. Right. So I guess it's a little bit of belief in other people and good people and willing to put in the work yourself. Other people recognize that, and then they just present more opportunities. I've witnessed it, so I just chose to try and live it, and so far it's been manifesting for me. Was there anything that helped you go through that change? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm a totally fortunate. I'm a totally fortunate person. Um, when I was, I grew up in Richmond Hill. Yeah, uh, it was a great community. Um, I was afforded education, opportunity for education. I was placed in um, experiences as a youth leader, as a camp counselor, as an air cadet, I was a soccer player. Um, I had the opportunity to experience different things in life. Yeah. So um, I think that when I was navigating through that, I don't want to say dark or foggy period, but yeah. a period of, of less certainty, um, I had different past experiences to draw upon. So I think that probably gave perspective 
and every I think different people have similar opportunities that come in different ways. They may or may not capitalize on them as yeah. as they go through their journey, right? And then peers, peers. I had um, my wife today was my best friend. Um, we've known each other since we were 13, 14 years old. Oh wow! You know, and she's someone who always believed in me. Um, she actually, when she used to work at McDonald's when we were a teenager, yeah. she used to take her McDonald's money and help me finance some of these parties that I used to <laughs> <laughs> used to do when I was 17, 18 years old, you know? So having people around me who believed in me and motivated me and um, when I had crazy ideas or visions and things that I wanted to tackle, say, go and shoot for it. And I think that's, I mean, everybody as they go through these challenges needs some level of support. support it's yeah. absolutely. So what's the biggest thing you've learned through the process? My biggest takeaway is regret nothing. Yeah. Uh, enjoy the ride. I like like my favorite artist Tupac said, "No fear, just ambition," and and everything ends to tends to work out in the end. Would you do anything differently? I don't know. This is a tough question to answer because yeah. I'm very satisfied. Right. No, sorry. I, 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 wrong words. Yeah. I'm never satisfied. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm very happy. Right. With the way my life turned out. Yeah. Um, I regret nothing. But I probably would make different decisions. Would they have created a grand impact on my life? And would my life be totally different now? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. But um, just because I've, I've lived longer, I'm wiser. I know that I'll make a bit different decisions. At the end of the day, I'm like I said, I'm happy. Uh, I live a good life. I have a lot of blessings and those are a result of decisions I made before so I can't, I would never go back and yeah, try yeah. to change that so after all you've been through if I say the word transformation kind of what what do you think of uh, when I think of transformation I think of um, the next step in the continuum like right. life is a continuum existence is a continuum um, it just keeps moving forward so transformation is I recognize as the individual's evolution, process, function on this continuum. Right. As you move through the continuum, if you're alive, you're experiencing. If you're experiencing, it, it impacts you. And then your response translates into your transformation on the journey. Absolutely. Um, I don't know, that might sound a little bit like philosophical and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's where everything starts. It's just recognizing that everything's a continuum that keeps moving. And if you want to keep moving, <laughs> you got to transform. <laughs> it's evolution, man. Well, listen, you know, our audience should know also that you've almost come full circle because now a big portion of your life is coaching soccer. And that's why I said I probably I wouldn't change anything. And I'm totally blessed. I have the opportunity to work full time in a game that... Um, changes lives is trying to create future leaders um it's totally enjoyable um keeps me fit that's fantastic so um, ton of fun i've really enjoyed our conversation today and and I, I have to thank you not only just for this conversation but mm. the insights and the support that you've given me um over the years so thank you so much for taking this time i really appreciate it no um, thank you greg i like i said i appreciate the opportunity to be here with you well, this ends our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and thank you for taking the time to listen. Again, my name is Greg R. McGovern, and for more information on the work that I do regarding transformation and change, check out my website at www. 
www.gregmcgovern.org. And as I always say, continue to adapt and change for tomorrow's reality.